This is episode number 304 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo here in the studio with my fabulous colleagues, Nicole Rambo. Hello. And uh, once again, Jim Ward. Hello. How are we doing? Thank you once again, Jim, for uh, coming in. I think we should address the fact right up front that Sarah hasn't been here. She's still on the podcast. She just needed some time off. So I'm a temp. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, will, Sarah will be back. Awesome. But uh, we're very happy to have uh, Jim here. Thank you for having me. Uh, This week, especially because uh, today is a big day for Jim because it's a historic day. And we'll get to that in a moment. First, I just want to remind everybody that if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, click the like button uh, and hit subscribe because we have some nice things coming up on this channel in the next few weeks and all next year. So definitely want to take advantage of that. And if you are listening to us on one of your favorite podcast apps, uh, we'd love a review. Right? Well, yes. what kind of Absolutely. review would we like, uh, Nicole? Positive. A positive five star. review. Five star review. So if you have those <laughs> available to you. We're not looking for any feedback. <laughs> yes. Just hit the five stars. We'd, we'd, we'd love to hear it. That's so, it. yeah, definitely uh, take advantage of that. So, it is um, this uh, episode's coming out on December 7th. And, uh, Jim, December 7th is a big day. It is. Big very day, historical, his- historical day. day. So why don't you uh, why don't you tell us uh, what you what you're going to talk about? This so week. we're going to talk about uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. that was uh, December seventh, nineteen forty one, and that was actually the uh, the event that brought the United States into World War II. So um, it, it's a very monumental event because at the time we had been kind of neutral, but also sending supplies and money to other countries who right. were fighting in the war. So this really was like the impetus to. To get us into the war, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, but first, to know why it happened, we have to go back a little bit. Um, in the summer of 1940, uh, the U.S. began to restrict the export of uh, materials that could be used in war to Japan. Um, this was kind of an ongoing thing since the 30s. Uh, Japan was um, taking over areas of China and Indochina, and um, so they were showing a lot of aggression throughout the 30s and early 40s. Um, so, And they had also um, joined an alliance with um, Germany and Italy, known yes. as the Axis powers. So The Axis of evil. The Axis of evil. <laughs> that, that, I think that was a I later know. thing. I, that was a later thing. I just, I just like saying it. Um, so because of all this activity that Japan was doing, um, their assets were frozen. There was an embargo declared on shipments of petroleum and other vital war goods and materials to Japan. Um, there were negotiations going on, uh, to try to settle the matter, but, um, by the end of November, 1941, it pretty much was at a standstill. It looked like there was no deal that was coming. Right. Um, and so Japan in November of 1941 had basically the, I guess the pr- prime minister had approved, we're going to attack, attack, attack. Yeah. And what they went after was a naval base at, uh, Pearl Harbor where there were, um, um, battleships in the harbor and planes, uh, planes, on, planes on, on, on the shore yeah. and at the different fields. Um, just to give you an idea of where, where Pearl Harbor is, uh, it's located near the center of the Pacific Ocean, roughly 2,000 miles from the U.S. mainland and about 4,000 miles from Japan. Yes, Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we know, you know where Hawaii is. not from Hawaii? Mark Harmon. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're wondering. <laughs> And, not from Hawaii. Well, and he in, will come up a little bit later. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little inside inside joke. Not from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, early on the morning of Sunday morning, December seventh, um, Washington learned that uh, the Japanese ambassador ha- had asked for a meeting with the Secretary of State of the United States, which basically was 
indicating that war was it's almost at hand. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, and the first Japanese uh, bom bomber that came over Pearl Harbor was at 7:55 local time in Hawaii. Um, there were near. If this is just the first wave that came, there were yeah. I think a few waves that that ended up coming. And th on this wave, there were nearly 200 aircraft. It's crazy. I mean, imagine imagine it. being yeah. there on the ships and seeing. You know the uh, the Japanese planes another. coming, and yeah, you yeah. see. The, I think it's the red circle, the red dot yeah, yeah, that's on the there, side. Yeah, yeah. Um, so within a quarter of an hour, the various air airfields were basically obliterated. Um, of the 126 planes on the ground, you had 42 uh, totally destroyed, 41 damaged, and 43 that were un unfit for service after yeah, that. Yeah, sure. And um, how many? How many got up? How many were able to get up? United States ones. Yeah, six. Six. Isn't that crazy? crazy. Out six of all planes. that, um, so the Japanese plan was simple: um, destroy the Pacific Fleet. Because yeah. if um, if the United States was to respond. It makes it harder to attack yeah. and respond if you're yeah. from from the fleet. west. Yeah, and from yeah. the west coast, too. right? Exactly. Yeah. We have nothing to respond with. Yeah. Exactly, and um, so at eight ten uh, in the morning, an eighteen hundred pound bomb went went into the forward ammunition magazine of the USS Arizona. Um, it the ship exploded and sank with one thousand men aboard. It's ridiculous. And so those men to this day are entombed mm -hmm. in the USS Arizona, yeah. which is now a memorial and you can go and visit and pay your respects yeah. less than two hours later uh the surprise attack was over and uh every battleship in pearl harbor had sustained significant damage something yeah but all but the uss arizona and uss uh utah were eventually salvaged and, well, the, and repaired well the arizona was repaired all but all, all but. but yeah yeah so oh, every so... everyone but the arizona and the everyone utah. but the oh okay yeah. so mm -hmm. they did get get a lot of those ships out yeah there. yeah, yeah. Okay. and um the, although the attack, though, as far as, you know, human, the human toll, uh, yeah. it was 2,403 U.S. personnel that were killed, um, including sailors, soldiers, civilians. Um, additionally, 1,178 were, were wounded. Um, half of the dead, believe it or not, at Pearl Harbor were on the USS Arizona. Ugh. So isn't, that's just amazing when you yeah, think you about can, it. Yeah, you can visit the Arizona today, you can. can you? Yep. Can't you? Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a run by the National Park Service. Mm -hmm. uh, so Japan uh, technically failed to cripple the Pacific Fleet. Um, aircraft carriers were more the, um, the thing that we're in now mm -hmm. as opposed mm -hmm. to the battleships. Mm -hmm. And those were away from the base okay. on December 7th, so they mm -hmm. weren't destroyed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so in that event... They, they would be able to respond to the attack on Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, uh, the assault left the uh, vital onshore facilities, uh, oil storage depots, uh, sh uh, repair shops, shipyards, uh, submarine docks. They were intact. Yeah. So it wasn't like everything was destroyed, yeah. so they could still use that to respond. Um, they didn't do their research. What's that? Yeah, yeah they, they didn't, didn't, do, <laughs> didn't do their research. <laughs> uh, yeah, and obviously... Because of this, we, mm -hmm. we were thrust immediately into that, immediately. into the Pacific. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. at the next day, uh, President Franklin Roosevelt went before Congress uh, asking for a declaration of war. Um, and I believe we have that, that was clip. This, well, this is his famous speech coming yep. up right here. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked 
by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. Okay, there it is. Yep. Yeah. And quite a strong uh, yeah. strong speech that he made. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to watch the history bites, of, or not the history bites, I'm sorry, the reenactment from about seven years ago, I'm there oh, with gray right. hair delivering yes. that address. <laughs> that's right. Not to it's, push my own program stuff. It's in the... <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, three days later, Japan's allies, Germany and Italy, declared war against the United States. And um, after more than two years of the World War II, uh, the United States was finally in. Yeah. Right. Yep. yeah. Wow. And it would go on until 1945. Wow. Amazing. So uh, to bring it back to the library. Yes. Right? Because that's what we are here <laughs> in the country. Uh, we, you've chosen a couple of uh, books that yes. people can, can want and maybe a DVD. Yeah. We, um, so I was looking for documentaries that might be like solely about Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really see anything that we had, mm-hmm. um, sure. but there is uh, the one by Ken Burns just simply called The War mm-hmm. about World War II, and I know there's an episode about Pearl Harbor in that. Um, there was one, if you can find it, it's called Inside the Arizona, and mm-hmm. that is when they went in down with like the little robot vehicles and went like kind of like when they go inside Titanic, mm-hmm. they went inside the, the Arizona and kind of viewed the areas that were that were open and everything. Yeah. So um, that definitely uh, is something if you can find it. Um, so as far as books that we have, uh, here comes Mark Harmon for okay. you. Um, <laughs> so Mark Harmon of NCIS fame yes. uh, co-wrote a book called The Ghosts of Honolulu, A Japanese Spy, A Japanese-American Spy Hunter, and the untold story of Pearl Harbor. Really him? Really that Mark Harmon? That's he really supposedly co-wrote. co-wrote. Oh, he co-wrote it. So he might have been like the had like a ghostwriter, but you never know. But Mark Harmon might it. be really into that yeah. stuff. You True. Know? He wears um, a lot of Hawaiian shirts. He does. He does. <laughs> to the point where I thought he was from Hawaii. <laughs> 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 <But it's bad>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this one um, is about. Let me see. It's. Um, you have a Japanese spy operating as a junior diplomat with the consulate who's collecting vital information that goes straight back to Japan. Um, and then you also have um, the American naval officers, uh, the, the person called, uh, what was it, Douglas Wada, I believe his okay. name is. Um, and he was posing as an undercover newspaper reporter, uh, translating wiretaps on the Japanese consulate and interrogated America's first captured POWs of World War II. So uh, apparently they were both in Hawaii at the same time. Okay. And I I haven't read it, but I wonder if they meet somehow. Who knows? Is this fiction or nonfiction? Oh, it's nonfiction. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The best stories are nonfiction. (laughs) Some may disagree. (laughs) TM uh, trademarked uh, best stories are nonfiction. (laughs) T-shirts available. (laughs) Um, the next one actually is written by a uh, survivor from the USS Arizona, okay. um, Donald Stratton. Uh, it's called All the Gallant Men, an American Sailor's First-Hand Account of Pearl Harbor. All right. So that one, um, I, I, from what I understand, it got very cool. rave reviews. Yeah, and it's sure. Very good. Um, then there's Day of Infamy by Walter Lord, who also wrote Nightmare. Uh, Nightmare. Yes. <laughs> Not Nightmare Night- Before Nightmare Christmas. Elm Nightmare on the Titanic. <laughs> um, yeah. He wrote A Night to Remember about the Titanic, and he's very thorough, usually. I mean, he's been long gone for years now, but when he was uh, writing, he was very thorough and would interview the people who were, you know, at those places. And so he always writes a a nice narrative of what happened. 
Um, this one, uh, I had never heard of this one before researching, but it's called At Dawn We Slept, The Untold Story of Pearl Harbor. Okay. Um, from my research, it looks like this is like the preeminent book on mm -hmm. the subject. Okay. So Very good. something that people might want to check out. And we have it out. here at the library. Oh, we sure do. Yes. And then we have Pearl Harbor Christmas by Stanley Weintraub. Um, that and sounds Pearl Harbor Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a, trust me, it's not a happy book, no. um, but it's, it basically details how things were that whole month. And yeah. also it uh, talks about Winston Churchill's uh, surprise visit to the White House to see FDR. And I, I would assume the, the planning of the response to the attack on, mm -hmm. on uh, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, because so. you don't realize it, it literally happened, you know, three weeks before mm -hmm. the season. Yeah, so. it's amazing yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, it is. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much, Jim, sure on this thing. anniversary. <laughs> what's what's the uh, the anniversary? Is 80, 82. 82. 82 years. 82 yeah. years. 82 wow. years. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And to lighten things up a little bit, <laughs> we have Nicole here, and it's that time of month <laughs> in which she will uh, get her little royalty check from Book Riot. <laughs> 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 what, what is that, Book Riot? Oh, what is it? Oh, well, Nicole can tell you. <laughs> it's it just a, a website. It's a nice website. It's a nice website. They have a lot of resources. Yes, and it's, it's horoscope actually, time. Um, like, like a publisher's website. Yeah, it's a publisher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, if all the books happen to have the same publisher. Now you know. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> but in the new year, I'm going to write my own. Yes. So, Nicole yes. is going to actually do yeah. custom Yeah. Uh, lists and, and horoscopes Ooh. for you yeah. starting in You're January. You're going to write horoscopes too? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I've been doing this for, uh, oh. I didn't realize, but a long time. For so, a long time. <laughs> yes. And uh, I I feel like I have enough like knowledge floating around that I think I could do it myself. Yes. And we will take yeah. her to task. Right. Yeah. She will have to have them correct. I'm an Aries. I'd like a, right. a yeah. nice one, please. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, so, um, but until I do it, Susie Dumont from Book Riot has been doing He's it. She's going to do it. And so I'll read what she has to tell you about what's coming up, and then we'll pick some signs. There and, we go. Uh, Very good. Yeah. Sounds good. So it says, well, we're ending the year the same way we started it, with Mercury in retrograde. <laughs> you know what that means. Terrible stuff. Chaos and confusion ensue, <laughs> particularly in technology, yes. communication, and travel. And we should let everybody in on this, uh, that this is our second day second time recording this episode yeah because it's real it is real because it's real because it's when, a science when i went to go edit the original episode that we recorded yesterday uh the audio wasn't working so technology and communication yes, terrible both so we're yes. in retrograde mercury is in retrograde Almost. honestly we're retrograde. a little we're a little ahead of the actual i think it's december 13th that it actually goes oh, okay. into retrograde no, until but we're close enough but we're close enough we're overachievers <laughs> here and yeah so <laughs> it is real. Anyway. All right. So chaos and confusion ensue, technology, communication, travel. It starts under the sign of Capricorn, which guides career, responsibility, and long-term goals. So if you've got any outstanding projects that you must finish before the end of the year, try to get them done before December 13th when Mercury This terrible enters. thing happens. Retro right. Yes. Mercury shifts into Sagittarius on December 23rd, a planet that rules travel and adventure. So you know plenty of holiday travel plans are going to go off the rails. Oh, boy. But be patient and have a backup plan ready. And when in doubt, avoid the mess and stay home with the good book. And she and, goes and, on. To, yes, and she goes on to say, <laughs> to these are the books that books. we happen to sell ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, so let's do Aries. Yes, yeah, so Aries, so Jim and Sal are both Jim Aries. Sal Aries. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, 
Yours for the Taking by Gabrielle Korn. So what do you really want, Aries? What do we want? Planetary uh, positions. A nice sandwich. Yeah. A nice sandwich with <laughs> Planetary chips. positions will make you second guess yourself often in December. And when ambitious Aries is without a clear goal, the future feels frighteningly uncertain. Ooh. Indecisiveness and love can throw an especially annoying wrench in your month. But with some thoughtful reflection and deep conversations with loved ones, your path will become clear. Mm. You should read Yours for the Taking by Gabrielle Korn. As Earth is increasingly ravaged by climate change, cities build inside projects, giant structures to shelter all of their residents from violent weather events. In the remains of Brooklyn, feminist billionaire Jacqueline Millinder is building a woman-centric inside project. But as the group of women watch Jacqueline's plans grow and become more and more unhinged, they realize her ideas can be terrifyingly dangerous. Terrifyingly dangerous. Yes. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna. So don't. Let's do. Uh, let's do uh, Sarah. I know okay. Sarah's gonna be watching. Well, yeah, of course. Better, better be watching. Uh, let's do Sarah's. Yes. Uh, what a Virgo. Virgo. Yes, Sarah's she is. a Virgo. Here you go, Sarah. Ready, Sarah. Coconut <laughs> drop dead. <laughs> I do think you'd like. <laughs> That's not a code word or anything like that. <laughs> she just activated Sarah somewhere. <laughs> and this is by Olivia Matthews. Get cozy, Virgo. Progress is stagnant across many parts of your life, no matter how much energy you put into getting things done. But you're in for a month of reflection and rebuilding. Mm. Even if things aren't going to plan, you know what you're worth and what you're capable of. Now is the time for self-care and demanding the people in your life appreciate what you bring to the table. There you go, Sarah. We appreciate you, Sarah. We do. (laughs) I recommend a delicious, cozy mystery like Coconut Drop Dead by Olivia Matthews. Lindsay is delighted when her family restaurant, Spice Isle Bakery, is selected as a vendor for Brooklyn's Caribbean Heritage Festival. Her family, American Heritage Festival, her family has attended the festival for years and it's a huge chance to bring in new customers. But when the lead singer of a performing reggae band dies unexpectedly, the festival is cut short and Lindsay's <laughs> help is needed <laughs> to find out if it was an accidental or foul play. But that's what these cozy mysteries are. Yeah. I'm always drops dead. It's like the bread and butter of like BBC shows. That's true. I love them. It's just like a very strange thing that happens usually. It's like when the lead singer of a reggae band <laughs> bursts into flame. <laughs> Sounds good. What about you? What about you, uh, sure. Nicole? What are you? Yes. You're a Taurus, right? Yes, I am a Taurus. Taurus. Yep. And the book, which is oddly um, accurate. So oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, 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 we were talking about yesterday. It's called Moonshot, a NASA astronaut's guide to ha- achieving the impossible by mike messamino and you should watch nicole's history bites on the channel that's yes, right i just talked about apollo 17 well, there you go yeah. you know, the final apollo mission yeah yeah so out with the old taurus as the year comes to a close you're ready to make space for good things to come in 2024 the plans are giving you a fresh perspective on what and who is really worth your energy you might get an opportunity for a big career change due to success in the recent months uh, yeah. so. Is there something you're trying to tell us? Yes, or? career no. change <laughs> coming is, soon. Oh, okay, yeah. The new cool. album by <laughs> Yeah, that would be the title of my memoir, <laughs> Career Change. <laughs> I've had a couple. <laughs> Think carefully about where a potential path might lead before taking a leap. Mm-hmm. And she recommends Moonshot by former astronaut, professor, and speaker Mike Massimino. His outer space travels gave Massimino a unique perspective on life on Earth. In this in this book, he shares widely applicable advice based on what he learned about determination, adventurousness, and how even the littlest things can move you toward your biggest dreams. Wow. Yeah. Good he is stuff. from Long Island, by the way. He, yes. A Long Islander. Long Islander. Yeah. Maybe he'll come to the library. 
Can you get oh yeah, can yeah, get him, yeah. get him. Why not? We'll, yeah, we'll, I think that would be a good. Program. We'll put him on the podcast. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. That'd be get really him on the cool. Podcast. That would be nice. All right, yeah, Mike definitely. Massimino, we're coming right. for you. Yeah. We're coming for you. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Nicole. You're welcome. And that does it for another episode. We hope you enjoyed this uh, this jolly banter that we give you here. <laughs> and you know, we have some nice episodes coming up. Uh, we do have uh, our favorite things of 2023. We do this every year. We do. And we also have the things we're looking forward to in 2024. So you're definitely going to want to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. And if you did like this episode, also hit like. And you know what? Comment below and let us know what type of shows you want us to do because you know this is all interactive we'd love to hear from you it'd be nice to uh to get some feedback mm -hmm. we have done i will say in the past we have done shows mm -hmm. um based on uh, some feedback from patrons is that right? we did a movie chat because the patron said nice. hey you should do one of these and we did it so there you go very nice yes so thank you so much for listening for nicole rambo and jim ward i'm sal DiVincenzo. we'll see you on the next show <laughs>